Hello, everyone. I'm Contessa of Wrestling.com, joined by Robert D. Felice to talk about Friday Night SmackDown. Robert, change is in the air. We are coming off the heels of WrestleMania 38, the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. I really hope after this week I will never hear that word again. But here we are, Friday night, just less than a week removed from WrestleMania. How's it going, Robert? I'm Colin. I'm feeling fantastic. Wrestling has more than one royal family. We've learned that this week. Uh, Cody Rhodes is in WWE. That's been a lot of fun. They're merging belts. You know, I'm all about that, even though they continue to prove that that's not a great idea. But, like, I'm, I'm excited for the change that's in the air. It's exciting. Like, name changes are dumb. But in a general sense, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little a little invigorated. I'm like, we got some new faces, some new people. Admittedly, maybe Raw needs a little more. Raw got one guy. SmackDown got uh, right now at least three new people. Maybe, Did Raw well, get a guy? More. I mean, yeah. Well, Raw got Cody. Because yeah. I was gonna say Ezekiel doesn't count. No. <laughs> like... And we already knew, we already had Veer. But new faces, new you know change. It's good. It's good. You know, SmackDown. I will say I had been feeling a little. Little stale heading into WrestleMania, especially. So, you know, I was hoping this would happen to see uh, Raquel Rodriguez, uh, Gunther, that's, and that's for me the Raquel Rodriguez. I know a lot of people are mad about Ludwig Kaiser, but like Raquel Rodriguez, come on, somebody got paid to go. I know, I know, Gonzalez to Rodriguez. Somebody got paid for that. I want to get paid for that, Colin. Like, come on. It's it's a little silly, right? You know, people were upset. I this that one especially Raquel Rodriguez, you know, from Gonzalez. Like to me, it didn't need it didn't need to happen, but because it wasn't even her her real name in the first place. That was the name that they had changed her to. But that's what that's what they, that's what they're doing. We, well, Gunther, formerly known as Walter, that he what changed. What was her original name? Reina, the... I think it was Reina Gonzalez. Yeah. Right, Reina Gonzalez. Yeah, I would, I would have I would have gone back to if you're gonna do anything, maybe Reina Rodriguez. Like it's got the alliteration, it's different than her NXT name. But changing just Gonzalez to Rodriguez seems like the most lazy move ever. And again, I don't know why they did it. Just little just to differentiate. Okay. But then to me, she's become one of the top stars on NXT. Yeah. Uh, former NXT champion, two-time women's tag team champion, like you know. There was a guy named Walter who was like an 800-day NXT UK champion. He competed in Survivor Series. There's a guy named Pete Dunne who also competed at Survivor Series a couple of years ago. They, they don't care about NXT anymore, and it, it shows, man. They are riding the sweet in between, though, because like they've got the 2.0 side of things where like Brown Breaker has been on draw. They've been like integrated out some more, but then Gonzalez, you know, definitely part of that, you know, more of the black and gold era side of things. And it is a weird kind of, you know, two, two worlds in a way. And, and it is, but the way that the, the fact they're treating it like that, even though it's one brand is interesting. Now uh, we can start with uh, Rodriguez in this case, to talk about some others. Steven says, watch the color double RR just for the alliteration. They very well might, they very may. I can see it happening. Um, she debuted in a pretty unremarkable way. She was just brought in, brought in with a pretty random backstage interview, pretty generic promo talking about, you know, the SmackDown women's locker room and she wants to, you know, make an impact, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, the lethal lovers, Los Lotharios come up and try to walk her to SmackDown with their, their lethal double kiss and she turned them down and that was it. Would have been a good faction, you know, like. 
surface level, she can add a layer of intensity to them. I, I would have liked that pairing, but not the best start for her because what does this say about her? Yeah, you know, so that, it, it defines her as a baby face, but like, what else? Nothing, nothing really. Uh, I'm just saying, Raquel Rodriguez, not a bad name. People just can't accept it. I mean, th- we'll talk about another. It's another, just another a silly name. I mean, like, yeah. it's not a bad name. It's just like her name was Raquel Gonzalez. It feels like when, you know, somebody would just show up in TNA and suddenly they're like, you know, they, they changed the last name, but slightly. So it's a completely different character. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's all relative, right? It's better, better than Butch. Talk about Butch in a minute as well, but speaking of the new faces we saw tonight, yes, Ludwig or Ludwig, I, I don't know. The Lud- Ludwig, Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser, out. Ludwig Kaiser comes out and he, the, he gets the semi Imperium entrance, talks about uh, the, the dominance of Gunther, the ring general, and then Gunther comes out, former ex UK champion, and he gets kind of the Imperium music and gets the entrance there. And they come out and he faces a local talent and pick up the dominant win. So, um, I mean, at least of the two, a, a more maybe so, not to do that. Uh, so, like Fabian Eichner, that's is what Italian. About it. Is yeah. Italian. You know who else is Italian? Tony D'Angelo. Huh? I I gotta imagine they're like, hey, maybe stick around with Tony because he might need someone around him who can work. But it's so weird because like. It felt like Gunther was going to be the NXT champion. And even there was like a little piece of me that was like, maybe they're waiting to put the NXT title on him to bring Ilya over from NXT UK and just merge that and get rid of UK completely. But no, Gunther's on SmackDown and I'm all right with it. Gunther versus Roman Reigns would be a lot of fun to watch. That it would. We got Eddie saying Gunther may change his name, but his chop may it will not. His chop remains as devastating as always. Well, what did Pat McAfee call them this week, Colin? Will Smith bombs to the chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man. I mean, I'm I'm excited. I, I mean, I'm 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 cautiously optimistic. I mean, Gunther, big star, big dude. Uh, in theory, has everything they would want. You know, he's got the look. He's an absolute powerhouse in the ring. Eddie's saying for another match here, possibly Gunther and Drew McIntyre. That could very well be an option at some oh, point. He's got to. Yeah. Gunther has to kill him. Drew McIntyre pinned him in two minutes at Survivor Series uh, three years ago, Jesus. Uh, but Gunther has to kill him at some point. I am curious about where he fits in, like, right away. I mean, I don't where does this kind of go in the short-term future? You can't challenge Roman right away. Uh, Ricochet's got the IC title, so that'd be a pretty cool match. Uh, I wonder if he's going to lose it next week. Next week, we learn that Ricochet will be facing Jinder Mahal randomly. Uh, randomly. I like the idea of IC champion Jinder Mahal. I have With, with zero build, though? Come on. Here, here's the build. Jinder is on an ABC television series called Big Sky. There's your build. Jinder Mahal. And he's going to turn babyface when he does it, too. Big time star, Jinder Mahal. I do think he deserves better than he's gotten. Uh, I'm not usually in favor of cold title changes like that. We got DJ pointing out this is something I, I overlooked, at least. He's saying the name change could be uh, for, for Ludwig. could be uh, an homage to the late Ludwig Borga, former WWE star. It, it's not an homage to... 
the Hellraiser from Helsinki, Ludwig Borg. I promise. At the very but least, an overlap. It, it is an overlap. I can guarantee you those are the only two Ludwigs in WWE history. Well, what a, what a great name. And honestly, like, if I didn't know who Marcel Bartel was, I wouldn't care. Right. You know, because, like, Ludwig Kaiser isn't a bad name on the surface. But it was, I don't know. It was funny. So they had uh, Ludwig, in this case, come out, introduces Gunther. Gunther comes to the ring. And then as they have been doing for the past several weeks, they have, like, the pre-commercial uh, segment name. It's usually, like, Ronda, you know, blah, 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 or whatever. In this case, it was Gunther invades SmackDown. I was like, I don't know if he had to do invade. Um, like, <laughs> already, already kind of. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, this is going around. Eddie's saying it's kind of like a, a German soldier name. You know? What's his What's his last name? Well, the, well, they, this is Kaiser. But at first, the well, first report from Fightful Select was that it'd be like Klaus, which would be kind of worse. You know, well, that, maybe Gunther, even... maybe Gunther Klaus, ah. like Gunther Klaus, like he could be like Santa Claus, but. but... Just a lot more vicious. This should just be Walter, but that's that's you know, Walter you know, class. There. But we're talking about all these changes. There is well, we can roll another one as well. Then there's then there's some more uh, more of the of the same. Lacey Evans, Lacey Evans coming back to SmackDown. She had a pre-tape promo tonight, which from which was taped from a look to be a B movie military bunker. Cut a promo about her background, her her tough, her difficult childhoods, and the obstacles she's overcome. Very emotional, uh, you know. Definitely added some you know, some layers to the character, some some realness, which was which was good. I think this was a lot better than the moment I saw her. She was she was Rick Rick Flair's side piece. She was Rick Flair's something. <laughs> you never exactly uh, got what that was. Yeah, because Rick Flair was like. Yeah, call me daddy. And then they were like, of course, it's not Ric Flair's baby. With that, that and was she weird. was never seen again for uh, over a year. Um, good pro- emotional promo. Definitely, again, complete babyface turn. Eddie's saying her new gimmick is, is like her real life. She's a mother. She's a she served in the, in the Marines. You know, this is this is good. Again, to me, I would say better than what we were getting. Uh, apparently, just like Lexa Bliss's uh, therapy vignette, this will continue next week with another story time with Lacey Evans. So they're going back to the 90s, like the 80s, 90s with a lot of the stuff. Like they're very focused on vignettes and really heavy character pieces, which I love. I'm a huge fan of, except you have to capitalize on them. Yeah. I mean, there is something interesting here, uh, just looking maybe way, way beyond, you know, maybe months at this point. I mean... Could he build her up as a face and, and have her face Charlotte? And, and you know, there's could be a story there. Well, actually, they, they, they could circle back to last. What was that last year? The, the Rick and, uh, and Lacey and Charlotte thing. Like, yeah, they, were, they, can, really... they can certainly circle back to last year. I think that's crazy, but they can, <laughs> you know, directly, you know, say what we, we still got some beef. But we got another saying 80s wrestling is the best. Herman saying old school wrestling rules. So we got some support for this more old school feel here. But um, what do you think about Lacey Evans being back? Like, they I mean, this- like she's an effective babyface. Her daughter and Sasha Banks had one of the most fun interactions of the pre-COVID 2020. Like, it's it's a good fit. She is the all-American girl. But again, I have to say, we're going back to 80s, 90s with characters, and that's why I really think 
you know, Lacey can have a good shot at becoming champion because she is an All-American girl. Cody is so All-American, it's on his neck. And I think I, I'm willing to bet, honestly, that they looked at that and went, we can make a star with that. I think Lacey Evans coming back is awesome. I think whether she's a healer, babyface, remains to be seen. You need opponents, though. And you have to hope that the division only gets stronger and more robust. Speaking of which, very good segue. Steven says, what's going on with Bailey and Asuka? thought they were medically cleared. Um, I thought they were. Bailey not coming out on Monday night shocked me. And then Asuka not coming out on Monday night when I think the line that Bianca actually used was, nobody's ready for me. I was like, oh, my God. Asuka can just show up right here. And she didn't. So I don't know. We will Remains see. Obviously, seen. Bailey's just, it's a matter of time. Yeah, Bailey was in Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. I think she was literally there at the show. I think she, I remember seeing her tweet something like that where she was, she was there. Um, so I would have to think, yeah, at least she'll be back soon. Otherwise, I don't really know. But as, as you said, Robert, both slash either, but definitely the SmackDown side of things, a little more robust. But overall, they would be uh, more, you know, that's, that's more depth. And especially kind of the, their star power definitely help. Um, it's weird though. This, this SmackDown really felt like what Raw After Mania should be. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, and if you needed any uh reassurance that SmackDown is now the A show, you can look at the build to WrestleMania and then this week. Raw's closing segment was literally Roman saying, Watch SmackDown. SmackDown had what three, four debuts. Yeah. And had somebody actually interrupt Roman Reigns. SmackDown is the A show. Wild times, you know. And like we've always, I've myself have said that before, but now to really kind of at least what it feels like to see that kind of really come to fruition. Again, as you said, Roman literally said, oh, watch SmackDown because that's the bigger show of really. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope maybe we can hope for a little, a little more, a little more of this on Raw this week. Maybe it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be the night of WrestleMania, it's WrestleMania season, but um, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm encouraged, like new faces, new talent, like a little more, a little more, you know, fresh blood, I guess, for lack of a better word. Uh, Michael's saying uh, for the, you know, Lacey coming back, some other changes here. It's better division, but no build up for Zayali or Shotzi. Aliyah briefly got a push as the, the world record breaker, uh, but no, they do have some fresh faces there that have not been really utilized. Zaya has been in several dark matches, um, Shasi hasn't really been doing anything, so they've got so, there. Zaya is kind of what I was talking about. With I love the vignettes, now you got to use them, yeah. Uh, Shotzi, I think, is a merchandising machine, she's the perfect like punk rock alt girl to push or at least to have on the roster especially since they didn't keep Ruby, which I really thought they should have. And obviously she does great work in AEW, but Shotzi should be getting more of a push. And who's the person you mentioned? Zaylee. Oh, and Aaliyah. I, I'm just glad that Aaliyah didn't stay in NXT forever. She will keep that world record probably for decades to come. How can you beat it? It was like three point 
one four seconds like they won't beat it until they need to just say it was beaten <laughs> like then somebody will beat him in three point you know nine seconds and they're like ah it's crazy it's a new record i don't i don't know how they're gonna do it, it like it seems impossible to me but hey you never know anything's possible but we're talking about all these changes all these exciting new things but robert we got one thing that's that's not a change that is very much uh, more of the same the show opened with a ronda rousey promo and she was talking about how she made charlotte type out of wrestlemania but didn't count the referee didn't see it so she lost she took the the blame for that and said she wants to face charlotte and i quit match at wrestlemania backlash charlotte responds and says no and says go back to the line and ronda says oh this fight will happen and when it does i'm gonna bend your arm or your elbow backwards Later in the show, Ronda confronts Adam Pierce, who says that he'll have an answer potentially tomorrow. Which means there's a leak it or announce it tomorrow, I guess. On Talking Smack, they'll announce breaking news. We've confirmed that Charlotte will face Ronda in an equip match. I like it. I wish that their WrestleMania match wasn't filled with so much gaga. Like they had the most to work working against them they were sandwiched in between a lot of great great stuff you know cody and the bianca becky match was nearly untouchable and they were going to you know nobody was gonna remember anything anyway because austin was gonna wrestle Uh, so charlotte and ronda were up a creek without a paddle but i think they can have a lot of fun at backlash Friend of the show, Radian, with a very good point about like why would you open the show with someone who lost at WrestleMania? At least like have Charlotte come out, have Ronda confront her, or I don't know something else. But like to open the show with someone who lost, some bit of a well, I, I mean, like I, I keep seeing people say, "Well, she lost." It was very clear that Charlotte Flair tapped out. It's not like they're stretching here. Charlotte tapped out. They did the right thing. They did the dusty finish. You know, it was as good as you were going to get. And you're opening the show with Ronda because, you know, they had already said they were going to close it with Roman. But yeah. I get and it. It's that, I mean, I saw that. I think everyone saw this coming after WrestleMania with that finish. But this is not a feud that I myself really wanted to see more of. Um, you know, like the, the storyline heading, heading into WrestleMania really didn't do it for me. The match fine like as you said it was probably the best one could hope for uh and, and as you said it was also competing with a bunch of other really cool stuff so it's probably bound to feel a little bit of a you know drop off no matter what but now this to think we're gonna get another literally from uh to today's uh april 8th so i think backlash is may 8th so that's a month essentially of this more of the storyline i really don't want to see more, like another month of this like what else what else is there to do they're already kind of stretching a little bit WrestleMania, and that was when they were building from essentially, you know, first week of February through through then. I just, I guess, I'm concerned about you know spinning their wheels and doing more of the same because there's they 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 brawled. They've got the my titles are cuter than more cuter than your baby. (laughs) I think with with it being backlash, you can make them a central focus because all due respect to the person who came out to challenge Roman. I think they are a world championship caliber competitor, but they have not been booked like one. So I think that this 
could be the main event of Backlash. And I think you up the intensity. You have them just fighting on site. Like, I remember uh, there was a build to the Hell in a Cell match between Shawn Michaels and Triple H in 04 where they couldn't be in the same vicinity of one another without beating the shit out of each other. And I think you need that kind of intensity here. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope we get it. I would I like to be wrong. I, I, if they up the intensity and they find cl- cover cool ways to do that, I'm all for it. And I hope that, you know, the match itself, and my quit match definitely, you know, opens the door for more great creativity, at least. I think I could surpass WrestleMania match. So there's that. But this is kind of what I was saying with DJ with a good, good idea about you could have, throw it open and then have her belly rider win. And then the crowd could chant, you tapped out. Then Ronda could come out and be like, you did tap out. Uh, but we got Eddie saying Ron is a draw no matter what. So in that case, it does kind of make sense. Yeah, so, and I don't, I don't like the you tapped out chance. Like I think those are cheesy. Yeah. But that's just me. Like you crowds know, in the like... crowd. We, we had crowds cheering their heads off for Madcap Moss tonight, which I don't think anybody saw coming. Although he was in there with Happy Corbin, so maybe, yeah, to some extent. But now we might as well talk about that, right? We had a, a big. Parting of ways, I guess. Tonight on SmackDown was the day the laughter died because Happy Corbin, tired of Madcap Moss's jokes, told him to tell him a joke, didn't like it, gave him a chance, told him to tell me a joke like your job depends on it. And Moss, he had a line about what would you call Adam Pierce for a brothel and this wasn't working. And eventually he turned on Corbin and said, like, oh, you, you go, you're dressed like you're going to a funeral for Tommy, Tommy Bahama. And then Corbin attacked him. They brawl. Moss walks away. Crowd goes crazy. So the crowd was actually feeling it. Uh, but this this comedic duo question mark is no more. Um, I like that you dress like you're going to a funeral for Tommy Bahama. I think that's actually funny. Uh, this is fine, right? Like, you, you tell me a joke. Like your job depends on it. What was his job? title exactly underneath baron corbin maybe he employed him as like a maybe he kept him on retainer as like a stand-up comedian so he was kind of there who had and he happened to get involved in the matches sometimes and that's then not has, a bad gig i mean know. honestly i have, i know some stand-up comedians that would like to get booked that thoroughly uh this is good riddick moss is great lose the madcap get your name back be riddick moss you've got all the tools that can Make a world champion. Yeah. I also think Baron Corbin has all the tools to be a world champion. He just needs to be, you know, the lone wolf and not the uh, looking like he's uh, dressed for a senior day at some diner. I really do hope that uh, moving forward here, they do repack. It's not a complete like repackage, at least kind of shift gears and, and retool Moss a little bit. Stephen's saying give him new gear. Eddie's saying repackage him to be more serious character. I do not want to see Madcap Moss, the baby face, trying to be funny and then like either being corny funny or like still not being funny. Um, I do hope, but yeah, it's Riddick Moss, more of a more legitimate, uh, you know, just a, a baby face, right? Some, someone that people can get, can get behind. Uh, you mentioned Corbin could be a, a world champion as the, as the lone wolf. DC Hunt saying Corbin needs to be broke again. I thought we, we kind of saw a little little bit of the sad side Corbin's night. He was he was a little bummed out uh, about losing to Drew McIntyre. So I thought we saw a little bit of that. But Herman agrees about the lone wolf. So it feels like you know a little different. Yeah, different I just like this man is. I don't know how tall Baron Corbin is, but he's close to seven. 
You know, like he's a big dude with Golden Gloves boxing experience. And like, why is he a joke? I don't know. It's always like he kind of gets thrust in these joke-like characters. Um, and in a way, I feel like he might, it feels like he might be kind of typecast at this point. Um, and I don't know how he can get out of that. But he, he always does his best with it, and, and he makes the work as best he can. I, as I said before, I really enjoyed the, the sad sack Corbin thing. Not so much for the happy Corbin, but you know maybe this too will be short-lived. But uh, and no, no, more, more support for the Lone Wolf can have him grow his hair out even. I don't know about that, but something, some little shakeup could be nice. Does show we're going to see this two feud kind of moving forward here? What makes sense? Uh, that's they know. will be in Money in the Bank, and I'm sure they'll be one of the more. Uh, by the time we get to Money in the Bank, they'll be a tired feud. I mean, yeah, that's in July and it's April now, so that's in June. Oh, uh, no, Helen Sells. Never well, mind, right? Got a long way to go. <laughs> so hopefully not. Hopefully they, they wrap it up. Maybe they can kind of you know circle back in the match and tease a little bit. But like, I don't want to see them feud for three months. That's a little much for me. But again, more some support for Madcap Moss here. I did reminding us that uh, when Paul Heyman was running Raw, uh, Madcap was one of the guys who was pretty high on. So yep, you know that's pretty glowing endorsement. So we'll see. They've clearly. Pushed him. They clearly highly have him. He's been featured pretty prominently. He but, lost the 24-7 title because R-Truth didn't respect social distancing guidelines in the thick of the pandemic. I mean, like, this poor man deserves robbed. All, all the goodness in the world. You know who else deserves all the goodness in the world? The New Day, who had a match this week on SmackDown. Coming off a very, very disappointing WrestleMania weekend for them i'll say they were they were chopped from the show on night one due to time due to, i guess a match is running over and they were put on night two and the match was very very short and they lost very very decisively to sheamus and rich holland which i felt one of the more disappointing parts of the show and then we got a rematch or a continuation this week it was xavier woods no longer the king which is which is great. bullshit but yeah. go ahead <laughs> Uh, not great. Uh, facing Butch, the artist formerly known as Pete Dunn. This was Dunn slash Butch's first match on the main roster. Good match, as you would expect. Two very good wrestlers doing what they do. Woods wins with a roll-up, and then Butch threw a tantrum after the match. He slapped Shayers, he slapped Holland, and then he sat in the corner, like, and then Michael Cole literally said, like, like, like a child. So, and I've seen this comparison going around a lot. Butch is essentially Scrappy-Doo, which is uh, not the you best look for Pete Dunn. Who said uh, it's, it's all that. over the place? I'm seeing it go, I'm seeing it like all over the you know Twitter time. Butch does not deserve to be compared to Scrappy Doo, okay? Like well, he's booked. He's like Scrappy Doo dressed like he's in newsies. <laughs> it's so, so bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's so bad. And then we got before the match even happened, you got Seamus and Holland kind of hyping him up like Seamus and like it's fight night, it's fight night. It's like they got the three dudes with hats and and it's fight night got their own fight club thing going all right it's not i don't know again we said the first night this was the thing i don't see this like working in terms of like actually establishing butch as a you know an actual you know legitimate competitor we have uh, steven saying w just butchered pete dunn's career it's one of my favorite tracks about pete dunn at this point uh dj thinks the butch and sheamus hunt and ridge holland alliance will be short-lived after a little tantrum we saw tonight at least some signs of dissension and usually when WWE does stuff like that it does seem to be kind of a 
clear progression of, of sorts. Um, my only response to that would be like, I, I wouldn't want that because then he's just going to be Butch by himself, which is kind of worse, I guess. I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't want him to be Butch by himself. He needs to, I like the pairing. The pairing isn't bad. It's three rough Europeans who are going to beat the crap out of there. Eventually, you stick them with uh, Gunther and Ludwig. That's a hell of a Survivor Series team. Yeah. I don't know who you put them against. But like, that's a lot of fun. You know, they're just five Europeans who can just beat the crap out of people. And that's, for me anyway, that's fun. When, but, the, when the report came out about Gunther and, in this case, Ludwig, uh, getting called up a SmackDown, I kind of thought, like, well, you've got, you know, this trio of, of Europeans. Maybe there's something there. But, yeah, at least for a Survivor Series one-off. Like, like uh, you put them against, like, Drew, Moss, New Day, and someone else. And i like, that. that's a match I'd probably watch. Maybe Nakamura, you know, like, I'd watch that. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I agree with Steven here saying the pairing isn't bad. The pairing isn't bad in itself, but the name change, and for me, I'll say just the the attire slash just like kind of the presentation. Not that I'm I'm not knocking suspenders, but just like the, all of it put together. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I, it's not like turn it around. I just I'm not enjoying it so far. Deidre points out if if they split up, if they if they have Butch on his own, uh, they could rename him again. They could, but usually it feels like WWE doesn't like admit not that it's admitting failure, but like they wouldn't I wouldn't think bring someone up, you know, rename them drastically, and then you know, if we're already saying, oh, they might be splitting this group up, then what, you know, in a month they'll be Pete Dunn? Like, then why was he butch in the first place? Like, that's just I think it's kind of a lose-lose. I like the idea from Eddie saying that it could be Imperium versus Seamus Holland and Butch, although both groups are very clearly healed at this point, and I don't really see either as baby faces um imperium maybe at some point but like both are like especially tonight imperium was very much like they're invading smackdown they're like fame like this very like old school heel kind of thing uh, so maybe down the road and i mean they do heel versus heel things all the time so maybe they'll find a reason to have a match i think that'd be fun no, no doubt about that but uh speak we mentioned Drew McIntyre a minute ago he had a match against sammy zane same thing kind of promo backstage before the match and he had a slice of cheese because Giant Knoxville used a giant mouse trap to beat him at at uh, WrestleMania on Saturday, Sunday. Uh, very chaotic and that <laughs> was real quick. That was my favorite WrestleMania match this year. Really? That that was so much fun. Anyone who looks at that and says, "Well, this is a joke," look look at your surroundings, pal. Look at what's actually being presented. As pro wrestling, I think Giant Oxville doing jackass things at WrestleMania was so much fun. And I mean, that it was just such a moment and it, it'll never be forgotten. Good for Kevin and Sammy. Yeah, they crushed it. You know, that, that was one of the just overall one of the coolest parts of WrestleMania. They, both guys, very, very talented, very, you know, loyal because they would be something to be signed. Uh, you know, they're getting rewarded like that with these two. You know, high-profile matches, and they delivered. Very, very cool. And then to see the kind of the, the continuation, the continuity tonight with the slice of cheese. A little goofy, but as you said, like, it was literally it's goofy for, like, on purpose. Like, they're, they you know, leaning into that. It was fun. And Sammy said he wants his respect back. He was humiliated. He got beat with a mousetrap. So he pointed right outside the locker room, him, him and Adam Pierce. And he said, all right, whoever, whoever the first person that walks through that locker room, I'm going to kick their ass. 
I'm gonna get put respect on my name, show everyone that I'm serious. Drew the door opens, it's Drew McIntyre. I'm like, hey, that's actually like a fun setup for a match. Like, you know, Sami Zayn, entertaining, Drew McIntyre comes out. Like, I much prefer something like that and just randomly saying, All right, we're gonna have like like have the entrance to start. Okay, all right, everyone, it's time for Drew McIntyre versus Sami Zayn for for no reason. I like having matches happen for a reason, Robert. I like when things are motivated. So the very least here is uh, Colin, are you saying you like logic in your program? I love logic. I'm a I'm a lover uh, of logic. I, I I'm a what? big fan of when things make sense, of when things are done for a reason. Uh Michael Slane could have been a fun spot for like someone to debut because like at like LA Knight. I do hope that the report about LA Knight getting called up is true. He might as well. Know. I mean, he's been a TV star for over a decade, I'm sure. He's fantastic. Yeah. But in this case, it was McIntyre. They had a match and Sammy fairly quickly ran away into the crowd for a split second. I thought like Johnny Knoxville was going to attack him or something. I'm like, why is he going up to the crowd? But he was just getting out, getting out of Dodge. And then they announced rematch for next week when in theory, Sammy could do the exact same thing, but maybe we'll get a little, a little more time and it'll be a good match. I just think it could be a full feud here. I mean, I think this could delay, uh, what Eddie would another comment I'm going to feed into saying we get a full feud here. But as well, also, Eddie's saying uh, he thought Drew McIntyre would be the next one for him in Reigns, based on what they're doing at live events lately. Uh, but maybe WWE's kind of trying to uh, hold that off a little bit. I mean, if you do think about it, it's April now. We, essentially, we've got to get through, I would say, Roman will probably keep the title until at least SummerSlam. So you're going to have to kind of get through this summer stretch, and you're going to need multiple opponents, ideally. So I think that would make sense. So we saw oh. Shinsuke get confronted, and that kind of set up a little something there. We'll talk about it in a minute, but... Who do you think, if you had to choose right now, who beats Roman Reigns? The only person at this, sitting here right here today, that I think would make sense based on what we're seeing, what we've always seen this week, is Cody Rhodes, which feels like a very weird thing to say, but comes on Raw, says he wants to win the world title for Dusty and, and himself and his family. Cuts promo. The crowd's loving him so far. The crowd is all all boy. The Cody Rhodes train. They're feeling it. Um, they're and they're they're and the W themselves are, are framing him as a big star. So he has quickly become and pretty much as soon as he arrived, like kind of and the way he was been presented, it feels like he's being framed as one of the top guys. And he just kind of needs to to back it up with a couple more matches. You know, here to beat Seth Rollins. So. You know, some more of that we got. See, I've seen this going around. Steven saying Cody could win money in the bank and do it that way. No. Uh, well, he, I, Cody I, John Rhodes. And I talked about, we talked about this on Tuesday. He could he could win money in the bank and then do it the, the John Cena way and just cash in ahead of time and say, "Hey, got the money. I got the briefcase. I'm going to cash in at SummerSlam. We're going to have a match." Cody Rhodes belongs in a main event at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes, if Cody Rhodes wins money in the bank, he needs to say this. I don't care if it's Roman. I don't care if it's anyone. I'm in the main event. I am the main event of one of the nights of WrestleMania. That's like, that's the answer. That's how you get through Cody Rhodes winning money in the bank. Cause I, to me, it has to be a point at the sign. Fireworks go off. Cody Rhodes is going to WrestleMania. Like a Royal Rumble win? Like I would do a Royal Rumble win. But if you really don't feel like waiting a year, then he wins money in the bank, but he has to announce, I'm cashing in at Mania. Because they've had a couple of people do that, but they never had 
people actually stick to their word. Yeah. I just saying in terms of that, that question you just asked me, saying Cody or Drew McIntyre, I am not knocking Drew McIntyre. I, I don't want him to be the guy that beats Roman Reigns. Like, I want whoever beats Roman to be someone new that, like, shakes things up. We saw Roman, or sorry, Drew essentially for two years, basically, carry Raw. It's absolutely face of Raw, week in, week out, did a great job. Basically, carried WWE through the pandemic era. Can never, you know, be thanked enough for that. Amazing. He's sitting here now. I'm like, I don't really want to go right back to that. Especially again, whoever beats Roman, need, it needs to be a big deal. It needs to be like something, something really special. I'm like Drew, that's it's not it. We've seen that as with some at Survivor Series 2020, and granted, they haven't run it back since, but that doesn't really do it for me. Like I, Cody, at least, it's like the more interesting, it's more fresh, it's more. You've got that story they're already starting to tell. DJ going for the night the night gun the debut is saying it could be Gunther, but uh that would maybe if they want to have Roman to hold the title for like another year, year plus, uh that would I mean they, if 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 all goes well, they could build them quickly, but again, for whoever beats Roman's gotta be some like really big. Michael's saying there's no one really left on the rock. As, as Roman mentioned, there's nothing I guess in this case means for for things for Roman to do. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but you know. It's got a point. Roman has pretty much beaten everybody uh, other than, in this case, Cody. And then he hasn't defended the title against uh, Drew. Eddie points out they do have the UK pay-per-view in September, so that would make sense. You could have Drew win it there. At least they're like, okay, better than just like a random pay-per-view. But um, I would not be the happiest camper if that's how this went down. That's what I'll say. If you had to pick yeah. up, what would you say? Um, it's obviously it's either Drew or Cody. I think so. If we're really running with the Rocket Mania, obviously the Cody thing or the title loss can't happen at Mania. I really want Cody to win the Rumble, so I'm gonna say McIntyre beats Roman Reigns in his present day hometown of Nashville at SummerSlam. Defend successfully in the UK, or maybe not even against Roman. Maybe he fights Tyson Fury in the UK. I know they keep, yeah, they, they say that every time they get an interview. Uh, I think Cody versus McIntyre can tell a great story of two guys who left WWE to make a name for themselves. There's a you can turn Drew Heel for that. I can book you the road to WrestleMania, but I'm not gonna waste everybody's time here and do that. I think Cody beats Drew at WrestleMania. I remember when I was a kid, they were the Road Scholars, and I love that team. So there's, there's some fun, fun history there. So I'm thinking of the right team. Well, I don't know if the, no, if, if I'm with the Road They Scholars, weren't the Road Scholars, they but they, they were, were a tag, tag team. Champions. That's yes, right. they, were, they so, were a tag team. I like this idea from Eddie. I hope that they have to do this at some point. Run back Cody and Randy Orton. Have to do it. The legacy, I pitched that for... Like the literally the minute I heard Cody left AEW, I said, "Screw it, put the belt on Randy right now and do Cody and Randy at WrestleMania." Because I knew Cody was coming for the belt. They've done this way better than I could have ever imagined. But I want Cody and Randy. Like that's another world title feud. That'd be really cool. I like to see that. Uh, we got a couple, some off the wall, some more realistic. Scott George here. You know, if you want to really build up a new star, you could do Braun Breaker. You're know, really building him up. Uh, eventually, again, 
think of the timeline, not sure in terms of we've seen him on Raw. Uh, he just regained the NXT title. So uh, I would imagine that wouldn't be until probably next year, you know, if that happens. We got DJ saying push gender again. Don't hit the gender. Have him beat Roman. Don't know about that. Don't know about <laughs> that. But anything Why not? Now, like gender, the, the, the gender Mahal thing, you know, I think that was like kind of a once in a lifetime thing. I don't know if you can recapture that magic. He could, he could very well win the IC title. He could maybe, you know, get a tag title run. And like, I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. Like anybody deserves it. Like he's been a company guy. He's been done it before. If they book him right. Hey, why not? I don't know about that. Kevin, if, if Brock comes back, Cody versus Brock. That'd be interesting. I don't know how that would go, but it's a bit big money match for sure. You know, they have a lot, there are a lot of possibilities here. At the very least, there's no doubt about that. Speaking of the road to WrestleMania, another idea. Well, we got Steven saying Lashley could win the Rumble and do something there. And I think Lashley could definitely. Yeah, uh, Lashley, never thought I'd say this, but like, I think Lashley over the last year has proven that he's a top guy. He doesn't need a Rumble in. I think. I know it's so early, but like men's rumble has to be Cody. Women's rumble should be either Sasha or Bailey because they need to check that off their list. I just don't know. I guess it's a toss up, right? I don't know. Yeah, because I... it's still so early. Like for all we know, you know, they give a major push to Liv Morgan, and Liv Morgan is entering WrestleMania as women's champion, and that changes everything. Yeah, you know, but for, you, for you Cody. Never know. For Cody, it's weird because, like, again, we've only seen him once, so, twice so far on WWE. Uh, I and I said I mentioned the toss up. It's like I don't know if they wait that long. I don't necessarily trust that they're gonna, you know, keep handling Cody the right way. 50-50 losses, you know, bad storylines or whatever. Uh, whereas if they do it too soon, like like a SummerSlam, grant that's still a couple months away. Uh, if it's that, it wouldn't necessarily pay off as much. So it is a bit of a you know, pros and cons situation there. Um, got a bunch of love for Veer. I don't know if Veer's going to be the one uh, to beat Roman. Don't know about that, my friend. No, I, I think I think Veer's already come. I don't know. I don't know what his staying power is. I mean, he's going to come again this Monday. Going to be facing Rey Mysterio. I mean, we know that he's going to come again this Monday. He's going to take on all colors. We got it. Like, but how long will that energy hold up? true it took him took him what like three four I mean, months to come to raw in the first place so we'll find out but in all the comments people are interested in cody Rhodes. just to, to say the obvious people are excited about it a lot of a lot of options you've got um you know they have a number of ways they could go like I'm, I'm hopeful again we saw the new faces on smackdown tonight cody has added some some fresh energy to raw shake things up a little bit a number of fresh matches you got there Hopefully facing the niz this week that's pretty cool i like you know? that yeah and so that's, a, I think that's a pretty big match. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but obviously, yeah, uh, the, the elephant in the room here, the last thing, I've, well, you mentioned Liv Morgan earlier. I'll talk about that for a minute. Liv Morgan beat Sasha Banks in a singles match. So Shocking, but yes. Yeah, pretty much beat her clean. Essentially a roll up, but good match. Pin Sasha Banks, one of their top stars. So as I mentioned a minute ago, maybe they're going to, uh, well, they already have kind of pushed Liv Morgan more than they were, but maybe they're going to keep that momentum going. They're going to get a, a woman's tag title match on Monday. Which seems pretty obvious that Ray Ripley's going to turn on her, but maybe, maybe you know, 
moving forward there, we'll get a, a more uh, successful singles push for Liv Morgan. But a good match. Good good for her to beat Sasha Banks. As you said, a little surprising. But I, at least I'm, I'm I guess, more in favor of that because at least there it's like you're uh, setting up, oh, well, the, the challenger just beat the champion, so maybe there's a chance. And adds a little bit of the suspension of disbelief. But, you know, good match. Still feels like an uh, inevitability on Monday, but then this week, Robert, on SmackDown, unlike on Raw, we had uh, some payoff to Roman Reigns' long-awaited message. On Raw, we had to wait three hours for him to tell us to watch SmackDown on Friday. On SmackDown, we waited a little under two hours for Roman to come out and say that you know he beat he beat Brock, acknowledge me, and he said you know as after I unified the titles, uh, there's not much for me to do, but hey. I see the Usos. I see their one set of titles. I see another set of tag team titles over on Raw. And he literally said, it's time to unify the tag team titles. So, very clearly, that's where we're going. The Usos said they're going to go to Raw in Detroit. And seems like we're going to get, well, at least if not on Raw this week itself, that's that's the direction we're heading. And I think that's a very good thing because they don't have enough, they don't have enough depth, depth in the tag team division on either brand to really support individual titles at this point. Yeah, and I think that they're going to merge the brand sooner than later. Um, the Usos vs. RK Bro is great at Survivor Series. It's been great on Raw. It can be great at Backlash. Yeah. I, I, this, I guess the minus one for the fact that they they ran that match back at WrestleMania, at WrestleMania Raw, you know, if they, like, were going to do this anyway, it's like you could have had something else, maybe had an eight-man tag and had other teams in there or something. I don't know. Um, it's going to be a great match. I think this is good. Uh, I agree that, it, again, even if it's not even official, just simply unifying the titles, it does make it feel like, you know, a definite softening of the brand split here. Uh, I think that's beneficial as well. Uh, uh, it was WrestleMania Real. We have, like, Roman on the show, Seth Banks on the show. To me, the shows are better when you can have all your top stars on them. And if, even if it's not, like, Everybody, at least again, the unified champion, it's like, okay, that's some more crossover. It's like, that's good. And you have the good idea for this total unification saying, make it a ladder match. That'd be fun. That way nobody gets pinned. Ladder matches are fun. Yeah, like that, that would be fun. I think losing the Raw Tag Titles, too, is a good way to start splitting up Randy and Riddle. Yeah. Cody's here. Randy needs to be a solo to have that match with Cody at some point. Yeah. Um, it should be good stuff. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. I agree. We got uh, Scott Scott George Joe saying he's not liking Roman and Usos keeping all titles hostage. I mean, if the Usos do win, if they do be Archie Bro and uh, unified tag titles, I mean, unlike Roman, I feel like they could essentially lose the tag titles anytime. That's much less not to again knock them, but like Roman Reigns' historic huge deal of his universal uh, universal title reign, and in this case now the unified title reign. The Usos, like, yeah, they've they've had a very remarkable run, but like, they could they could essentially lose any time. You could, you, that's much easier to kind of just happen, right? That's a lot much. It's much less of like this moment in a way, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's not as big of a deal of like, you know, oh, they've held titles for so long, and I can't think of who could possibly beat them. It's like, no, you could do that on like a throwaway pay per view, and like, yeah, it's still a big deal, but like, I, I do think there's a difference there, but. Um, I do like the idea of having the Usos win because that would set up the story for RK Bro. I like that. It's good. And then, as I mentioned earlier, Shinsuke Nakamura came out. Roman said, 
Hey, man, I know what it's like to have a tag team partner go down with an injury. Rick Boogs went down with a torn quad, torn whatever. He hurt his leg really badly. Torn quad, torn quad. And uh, got surgery. Definitely thoughts going out to Rick Boogs there. I hope, I mean, that's a pretty serious injury. So hopefully you recover as soon as possible. Uh, and then uh, Roman said, but we have all the gold. So the island of relevancy is now a loving, compassionate place. So bring it in. Get some of this love. He hugs him. The Usos blast uh, Nakamura with a double super kick. To which Pat McAfee said, super kick party. <laughs> nice little Easter egg there. And yeah, the show ended. Get over that. The show That's ended. cool. I, I love Nakamura. Nakamura versus Roman, if they give it enough time, should be great. Roman fought Cesaro last year. That was a lot of fun. We could do it again, but with Nakamura. Um, I like where we're going. You know, you got Cody. I assume he's going to fight Rollins again. I would like backlash. that. Um, got the tag champions unifying. Got uh, Charlotte, Ronda, I quit. Bianca's got to fight somebody at some point. And yeah, I like where we're going. Yeah. I mean, I'm encouraged. We got some new, new, new faces, new energy, things again, changing is good. I'm liking it. Um, and again, usually WrestleMania Backlash is in a lot of ways kind of whatever the backlash. It's like you're usually going to get several rematches uh, and a lot of continuation, excessively so. Um, in this case, you know, I like the idea of doing more with Rollins and Cody. I think there's definitely more of a pronounced story to be told there. I like that. Um, Charlotte Ronda, at least, again, that makes sense. And we got some other, maybe some fresh matchups as well here, or at least, you know, not WrestleMania rematches. So there's some, you know, some shakeup. Uh, I like the idea from Eddie. So maybe LA Knight could be Shinsuke's manager. Can you, can you no, 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 that's not a good idea. That's not like you, LA Knight needs to just be LA Knight. I mean, I, I get he's a little on the older side, but he can be a good wrestler for a good number of years. He doesn't need to be a manager for Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't need a manager. One of the funniest things he's ever done on WWE television is say, no, no understand English. Like, I thought that was great. That was, like, one of the last funny things he did. They just ruined it because he kept punching AJ Styles in the balls, which didn't need to happen. But, no, we don't need a Nakamura doesn't need a manager. Nakamura just needs a fight. And I think Roman will give him a good one. Yeah. So it does feel like kind of that's where we're going. Um, gonna be a good match. Hopefully, the story is interesting as well. I'm a big fan of LA Knight, by the way. I, I hope that he does get a chance to shine either and at least not as a manager. I mean, I, I think I, he has the promo skills to do that, but he's a wrestler, like he's he's a he's a big star in the waiting. Like they can definitely um really do something with him. I hope. I mean, I I, I have a some concern that he might have like a, a Robert Rude like run where he might get like a little little shine off the bat and then he might kind of fade which is not great i think he's very very talented i think he deserves to get pushed he deserves to be you know featured but we'll see he hasn't even got called up yet officially so he was not one of the new faces tonight but with all this in mind robert definitely eventful night tonight on smackdown which is always appreciated what did you think about this one all things considered i think it was it was a step in the right direction it feels like we're getting some fresh air on the main roster and i'm here for it I, I i'll give it a seven wasn't like over the moon with it but i'll give it a seven yeah i mean i'm i'm feeling encouraged um more than usual coming out of wrestlemania which was a sh better show than i expected uh the multiple call-ups tonight the 
at least the the intrigue, if you will, of, of Lacey Evans coming back, potentially more with LA Knight, maybe kind of Raquel, uh, Raquel Rodriguez as well. Gunther again, new faces, um, changes in the air, some some hangover from WrestleMania, but some shake up as well, which is welcome. DJ, sorry, Herman with a six point five, Stephen with a six as well here. So not a bad show, you know, better than the Raw of WrestleMania. We got definitely a better sense of, like where we're going, which is much appreciated. Um, it's good. I like what SmackDown's good, Robert. I like. Yeah, good things are good, Colin. I, I find that that's a good philosophy in life. Good things that are it, good. It is, and that's with seven as well. DJ with 7.75, and DJ asked Robert what your thoughts about Levere's long-awaited coming was on Raw. What were my thoughts about Levere's long-awaited coming? Well, I mean, the man came, and he came pretty hard, but I just hope that it holds, you know what I mean? Like, cool, he's here, the place popped, he came all over the place, but now what's next? Right. What, what's next? What's next? I, you know, honestly, and shout out to Jeremy Lambert for maybe the greatest headline ever. And if you didn't see it, just go ahead and, and search Fightful.com for what Veer did. And, I mean, Jeremy had the whole wrestling industry talking. Veer came, Colin. And, God, the world was just in awe. Oh man, I'm gonna admit, like in a way, I'll miss the the meme, all the jokes and everything. But we can. I don't think the jokes are gonna die. I think for the rest of his career, Veer is coming. It's all that's gonna be his career when he enters the Royal Rumble. Oh my God, Veer is coming. It's it's just all that. When's the next time this guy's gonna come? Which is beautiful, amazing. (laughs) Which is honestly like. You they tried to write shtick that wasn't this good, right? <laughs> yeah, DJ saying Veer finally left IKEA. That's also the for the funniest wrinkle. He was just stuck in IKEA for Veer's like, just sitting in IKEA. Months. Oh, sometimes I come here and they just let me sit around and sit on the furniture. Okay, sure. Oh, that's fine. Um, on a less fun topic, do should probably mention yes, Nash Carter was released. Ah. Uh, just because of the the tag tales got uh, relinquished today, we got a question about Michael. Yeah. Let's touch on it a little bit. Definitely they they a, were magically relinquished. I, WWE, for some reason, has not found the ability to formulate a statement saying they released someone, even when they're completely in the right. Oh yeah, we released Nash Carter due to unprofessional conduct. We take the conduct of our superstars very seriously. Done. It did like whatever happens, you know, your bases are covered. But now the champions have relinquished their titles. What kind of weird thing is that? It's weird. I don't know. No, I think a- it's going to be on Waller and Sangha because they were going to have a match for the titles anyway, but we'll see. But like Waller hurt his shoulder, supposedly. And Sangha, yeah, but like, Sangha, not- can do all, Sangha can do all the work. But they're not a tag team. But that's the gimmick. That's the gimmick. Like, hey, this is my heavy, and I'm going to... He's going to do all the work, but I'm going to parade around like I'm a champion. I don't know. I feel like NXT, more than main roster, always gets hit with, like, stuff going sideways. Like, just... uh, You got Samoa Joe having to relinquish the title last year. Um, 
it feels like stuff always happens. Not like not like this specifically. It's like titles being forced to be vacated or in this case relinquished. Um, it's just unfortunate, especially like in a way it came at a bad time because Imperium somewhat just got called up. You know, uh, Fabian. I get the mix up. Fabian's still there. So Fabian Eichner is the one that's still there. Uh, Marcel Bartel got called up and is now Ludwig Kaiser. So at this point, they've got the Creed brothers who won the Dusty Cup, so that would make some sense as an emergency replacement, essentially. Uh, they got Jacket Time. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> maybe that's they need to pair them with Veer. Gonna just leave that there. Gonna just leave that there. You know. <laughs> Ah, uh, Alfred, no. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, but it's like, you got, you got uh, Kushida and Ikaminjiro. You got Sangha and Waller. Wesley can find a partner, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, they got, um, you got the Creed Brothers and Creed uh, Brothers. Pretty Deadly. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they showed up, so... It just feels like they don't have as much depth as I thought they did. Like, they had three solid teams a week ago, and now Imperium's called up. In this case, no more, or unless, unless Wes finds a partner. Nasha wants to see the Jacket Time as the champions, but... I don't want Jacket Time as the champions. I, I like Kushida being in a random, hey, get it? We're we're just two Japanese guys. We're a jacket. It's very strange. It's very strange. Michael Michael's showing some love for Pretty Deadly. DJ uh, brings up you know the situation being about the abuse allegations allegedly. Uh, asking if naturally brought back could yeah. I I look. I think the company has made a pretty strong statement by letting him go. I think there's always a chance if his name gets cleared and it's it's absolutely proven that everything he was accused of is, you know, unfounded, but I wouldn't hold my breath. No, you know, cases like this feels like, especially to like, not like next week, it's not going to like, they're not going to turn right around and be like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'd be very, like, yeah, I, I, again, could maybe, Will maybe someday, but like yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that's brings up Enzo Amore. I mean, you know, different situation, but um, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know. It's a weird thing when stuff like this happens, and especially this one, it's, just, it's a very crappy situation, and it's kind of hard to tell what's what. Uh, but Michael, yeah, Michael points out pretty much no tolerance policy. Uh, supposedly he got released because of a, pic- a picture where he was. Sporting a, a Hitler-like mustache and, you know, making an obscene gesture. Uh, not a good look, obviously. So that's kind of hard to come. I, I, even though it was a, a resurfaced photo, it's still, you know, WWE is, you know, as you said, Robert, they kind of feel like they, they made their statement. They made what they handled as they wanted, as their, as, as their prerogative. So onward we go. Speaking of which, back in business here. John and I will be here on Monday for the Raw Post Show. John will be back at Raw the following full- week, but this week, well, it should have normal week. John off. is the most busy person, isn't he? He is. He went to every single show. God bless him. It's amazing. Dedication. 
Gotta love it. But we'll be here on, on Monday for the Raw Post Show, Tuesday for NXT. Schedule permitting, but we'll be here next Friday. There will be a live edition of Rampage at 7 p.m. So I might not be able to catch all of SmackDown, but we'll see. We'll figure that one out. Uh, otherwise, the two Diamond Dudes on Rampage cover all things AEW. We got uh, constant stream of interviews coming out, you guys. I recently interviewed Chris Dickinson of GCW and New Japan fame. Uh, Bill Pritchard's cracking up a bunch of interviews as well. Uh, more than I can even think of at this point. We recently interviewed Booker T, Dutch Mantel. Um, Tasha Steele is another one, the Impact Knockouts champion. Mick James, another one. All oh, lots of great stuff coming out, you guys. Make sure to leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate you so much. And that being said, Robert, we made it the WrestleMania week. Thankfully, we are back to a fairly normal pace, no normal flow of content these days, which is much appreciated. Uh, but with that being said, what what we do with that content? We do one thing here, else than Robert. Yeah, tell me what that is. We enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening, everybody.